Now, fiesta is an interesting word. For a lot of folks, it means celebrations and happy times with lots of colors and a time to kick off your heels and partay. Unless you're a cross-dresser, then it's time to put on some heels and get out there and give some guy a reason for therapy. But in my world, it's a word that's synonymous with failure, sadness, and crushed hopes. Much like my love life. See, I love America. It's a country that's good at a lot of things. Like corn dogs, the sham wow, country line dancing. And it's one of the most forgiving countries that ever existed. No matter how much you screw up, you can get a second chance here. Right, W? Not take advantage of some But if there is one thing we suck at, it's taking the lead from other countries. Our remakes of Japanese movies are crap. Next to German beer, we get more flavor out of drinking our own urine. And we've never figured out how to make fries as good as the French. But dear God, if there is any group we need to stop trying to compete with, it's the Japanese. We can't touch their electronics know-how. No one knows how to do animated porn better. And don't even get me started on sushi. Our idea of ingenuity is the equivalent of putting a 10-gallon hat on a Jigglypuff. And cars. Toyota, Honda, Hyundai. Look, they make the best compact cars, period. America needs to stick to the model that made us great. Huge steel and plexiglass monsters that suck down a gallon of gas just by popping the trunk and proudly shout out to everyone that sees one that the driver of this vehicle has no penis. Leave it to the experts to make the small cars that are fuel efficient, maximize space, and are made of more plastic than Cher and Pamela Anderson combined. They're good at it. By the way, if you melt them down, you can actually make a nice set of Legos. Pam and Cher, I mean. And really, what kid doesn't want a set of Legos with boobs? But does America really listen to people? No, and that's why there's a third live-action Scooby-Doo movie coming soon. And which is also why Ford, in its infinite wisdom in the early 80s, was making the Ford Fiesta. Now, you may remember the saga of my favorite car, the Mach 1, but if you don't, here's a recap. Wow, a manly car. Yay, I have hope. Happy birthday to me. Red light, clarapeller, crash, boom, splash, testicles, and me crying. Not a great year so far, but to add to it, my grandparents took my insurance money and bought me a car. Now, if you're a grandparent and you hate your grandkids this much, please, stick to abuse. Beatings, whippings, even set the kids' underoos on fire if you must. But for the love of heaven, do not pick out a car for them. Because for old people, whether they're buying dinnerware, porn DVDs, or adult undergarments, there is only one thought they use to decide what to purchase. Oh, isn't that precious? And there is nothing precious about a 1982 Ford Fiesta. Worse for a teenager, it's not even cool. It's the anti-cool, like William Hung. Here's a description of my 1982 Ford Fiesta. Take a cardboard box, maybe one that some homeless guys both lived and pooped in. Put four lawnmower wheels on it. Put in the engine of an electric leaf blower. And do you know what you got? You've got something that could still kick the ass of my Fiesta. There was nothing right about this car. As a matter of fact, Ford even engineered new levels wrong just for this vehicle. Remember how people were putting in anti-lock brakes and airbags and worried about safety and all back then? Well, Ford heard all of this and said, Bull you know what the public really wants? A car that even a toddler could pick up. So they made this car out of balsa wood, and my roommates really took advantage of this. The Fiesta ended up in more tight spots than Andy Dufresne. I'd get up in the morning to go to work, and the car would be wedged between two buildings, or up on the second floor patio, or in the shower, or in the ice tray, or in the little treasure chest at the bottom of the fish tank. And work used to love my excuses for being late, so where did they put the car this time? And everything else about the car sucked, too. Technically, it could seat four people. Yeah, you could fit four people into those sweat boxes they used to have at prisons, too. And I had a better chance of getting laid in one of those. The engine was mounted sideways, so if you needed to even change a spark plug, you had to tilt the car forward just to get to them. And finally, it had a one-speaker AM radio. You couldn't even upgrade it. If you added four speakers, this car was now too heavy to roll. And I hated this car. Adolf Hitler, Genghis Khan, Darth Vader, and the Teletubbies. Compared to how I despised this car, they could have been Pope. 
I used to dream about painful, excruciating ways for this car to die. Long, drawn-out things that if this car had been a person, I'd have had it screaming like Ted Turner with his block and tackle and a slap chop. <laughs> Why do you think he divorced Jane Fonda? But eventually, God heard my prayers and he said, you know, considering what I'm going to put this guy through later in life, I probably should give him a break. So he sent my roommates a bottle of Canadian Club, a whiskey that after just one sip made both of them live for nothing else on the planet than the destruction of my car. So one day I get up to go to work, and the car is actually right where I parked it. But there's a garden hose going in the window. And as I get closer, I hear this sound. Now, there are sounds that are inappropriate in certain settings, like moans of ecstasy coming out of a church confessional. This is one of those. So I get to my car, and I look inside, and my roommates have taped a lawn springer to the emergency brake of the car. The interior is soaked, and not only that, but this car had deep floorboards, both of which are now holding a foot and a half of water. I could have set up a koi pond in there, and they would have had a ball swimming through the car's vast electrical system, which is now also under a foot and a half of water. Now, only an idiot would get in this car, put the key in the ignition, and start it up. I am not this stupid. The cop who came out to write up the police report, however, was. He turned the key, there was a spark, a hiss, some smoke, and every electrical system in the car was shot. The car was now as fried as Jeffrey Dahmer, only I hope the car suffered a whole lot more. And I took the insurance money, bought another car, and a fifth of Canadian club. Because trust me, my roommate's motorcycle was a lot easier to move around, and paybacks are a bitch. So this is Point T Weasel at point.furryhost.com and movio.com saying that you know, there really are a lot of things the U.S. is good at. Because nothing makes me happier than coming home, sitting down in front of my Japanese home theater system, and watching good old-fashioned U.S. amateur porn. Especially if there's Telemundo babes in it. 